what's up everybody uh sorry about the first the uh being on a few seconds ago i deleted that post because i was trying to make sure uh, i'd be able to add uh both of my my boys on you know as my co-host I, I was trying to make sure i could add them both on at the same time on facebook live but it seems like that's not the case so right now i'm trying to finagle some things and i'm trying to see if i can't get um you know, my, 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 my normal co-host, my boy Danny, uh, see if I can't get Danny on. And then once I get Danny on, then I can get my boy Dwayne in here too because uh, we've been looking forward to this conversation all week. I see Dwayne's watching now. Uh, I still, I'm still trying to figure it out, Dwayne. I'm going to get Danny in here first, and then I'm going to talk to him and see if we can't get on. If, if he can get on Google Hangouts on his side, then, you know, I'm saying thing popping one way or the other one, you know. So uh, when we can do that, Danny's in now, what it do, bruh? I'm, Billy, I'm Billy here, bruh. rocking on him. I see you, kid. I'm in here. <laughs> Kendra hey, just taught look. me how to do that. Kendra just taught me how to do that. I don't know. Don't, don't. We might have to start every show off like that. Um, <laughs> yo, all right. So, Dwayne, I, I, all right. So, we can't bring him on, right? What I was thinking is, is it possible? Are you on your phone or your laptop? I'm on my phone. Is it possible for us, to, for if you're on your laptop, can we go to our Google Hangouts on, um, you know how it's linked to our fourth wall um, joint? And if we go to Google Hangouts, can you hit him up? Can you hit Dwayne up and then we record that way? I mean, we could. I mean, it'll just be live on YouTube. Yeah. But I mean, at least, but it'll be recorded and it'll go straight to four, it'll go straight off what wall joint. So after the show, we can tell them to go over there to be able to hear Dwayne's input, right? But we can't show that. But well, we wouldn't be able to show that on the screen, though. That's the downside. Right. I think um, it'd be fine just um, bringing us in and out. I mean, it'll be fine for the day. You bring him in yeah. and I'll, I mean, I'll just keep watching until you need me again. All right. Well, that's gonna be crazy though. But we, all right, we'll figure it out. Uh, what's up, Griff? I see you. Uh, hey, Miriam, how you doing? Uh, D, I hope you heard that. If you did, comment, bro. Uh, what we might have to do for tonight, since Facebook Live is whack a little bit, um, next time we might just go to Google Hangouts. That way we can bring on more people at at the same time. Hey, Terry, how you doing? Um, maybe that maybe that way we can bring on more people at the same time. Um, but what we what we're gonna do is D since you already watching. Okay, all right, yeah. D D says so he agreed with switching. So what we'll do is um when we get to the point where it's still gonna mess it up because I know Dwayne's gonna yell at me at some point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Especially for the Cosby thing, you know what I'm saying? So uh we'll figure it out, you know what I'm saying? And and we'll just we'll just roll with it. You know what I'm saying? But I'm glad everybody that's already in here. We appreciate y'all for coming in. Um, hopefully some of the people that came in on the test run come back. <laughs> uh, you know, I was telling everybody as they came in, I was like, oh man, you know, we, uh, I, I was like, oh man, we, um, you know, it's just a test run. Y'all come back in a few minutes. So I was trying to get that set up. But what we might have to do going forward is, I mean, we could record on Facebook live. If I could come up the ground, man, um, you gonna keep it, you gonna keep it cool, Dwayne. Yeah, right. Uh, if, if I could come up, the, if I could come up the ground, it would be easier because then we'd be in the same spot. We go live and then we good. You know what I mean? But yeah. I couldn't get up there. Um, maybe next week. I can next week. We'll, we'll figure it out. 
anyway, all right. So um, this week is has been an extremely <laughs> eventful week in many ways. Uh, I actually just had. I, I actually need to start the show with some house cleaning um, because apparently uh, I have offended a friend, and um, it was not my intention. Uh, but I feel like I need to address that first. Because uh, actually, it actually will help spill into some of the other topics that we're getting into. Um, and the first topic we're going to go into is, you know, we, me and Danny went to go see the, uh, the, the uh, what's it, the first purge, right? That's the, that's the title? Yeah, the first purge. Yeah, so we went to see the first purge, what, Saturday? And, you know, we'll, we'll definitely get into the review of that. Uh, we definitely have to get into uh the having the cops called on you for any number of things while black uh literally that list is adding every day i i kept the video up the video that i showed you yesterday then i kept the video up on the laptop so at some point i'm gonna just let that joint play uh because i mean you literally have to hear this to believe it <laughs> you know what i'm saying you know what video talk about the lady that was talking to the guy and he and he was like, uh, you know, if you're just polite, and uh, oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that thing was funny to me, boy. Um, just a mess, yeah. huh? Just a mess. I don't, I don't know how he didn't get the irony of the situation. Like he was, he was flipping out just because she, we'll get to it. Just because she yeah, was yeah. raising her voice, she wasn't even raising her voice. She was just Not talking really, with her hands. And he was yeah. about to flip out. Oh my God! Oh no! You know, <laughs> stop! No, my hands. You know, it it, it was it was. It, look, it's an intimidating situation. She moved her hands, Danny. Obviously, uh, they could be used to harm her in some way. Uh, maybe maybe we don't. Maybe we don't know because we we've grown up with black women, so it's not like out of. You know, what I'm saying like it's we we know that that's just a a form of communication. So, you know, yeah. as black men who talk to black women all the time, it's just another thing. Like, but maybe, you know, to people who don't encounter black women all the time, it's like the, the, it's like a new experience. So they don't know how to, <laughs> they don't know what to do with it. Uh, look, I, I don't know. I just know I could see if she was like really turnt or anything like that, but she was not anything of the sort. But worse, right. it was the argument that he was making was what was pissing me off because I was like, "Bro, what are you saying right now?" So you're saying that it's worse? Uh, yeah, I see, Dwayne. You know what I'm saying? So you're what? What this dude? What this dude's trying to say is worse? He's saying that it's worse. Uh, of all the of all these situations, for the most part, yeah, it, yeah, I agree. You know what I'm saying? Um, to me, his argument was way worse because he was trying to say. That if you're just polite, if if you're just polite and de-escalate the situation, everything's gonna be fine, you know. And, and that and that was blowing my mind. He clearly like, hasn't been watching the news for the past. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Years, I'm like, the past ten what, years. What that was Martin about? Luther King. Martin Luther King's whole platform was nonviolent, nonviolent. Like. And no, and, and worse. Worse still, worse still to me is that he's he, he was making that argument, but then he was saying that um, I, it, it was it was it was the it would 
I can't wait. We'll play the video. I, I don't even want to get ahead of ourselves. You know what I'm saying? I don't even want to get ahead. Uh, let me do the house cleaning first. So I had a friend. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to do this and not be messy. I don't know how I can do this. What do you? Just you know, I, you know how no. people are, man. You know what I'm saying? Nah, just just say what you're doing is is worse. Like <laughs> this long pause that you're doing is making it worse because I don't even know what you're talking about. Just say it. <laughs> but I feel like I shouldn't because now you know people gonna be like, "Oh my God, who is it?" And then they're gonna be looking, and I can't do two things at one time right now, so. I can't like protect that conversation. You know what? Never mind. Let's just go to the purge and I will hit at let me all right. Let me, this is my form of the house cleaning. The word colonizer, <laughs> right? For those who have not seen Black Panther and heard how that term was used. Uh yeah, no, I'm not doing that, mom. You know, you know, you know me more than long enough to know that I'm not doing that. Uh yeah, that's true, Dwayne, but I, I, I'm going to address it. I just have to, like, I'm trying to be not messy. So, I need, uh, no, we're not continuing I'm, the show. No, we're wait. not continuing the show. Yes, I'm, we are. I'm voting I, you I, off the island. You need wait, to go ahead and do let, this. Let, I have to finish the colonizer thing first, because that's what I'm assuming has caused an issue. So You call somebody a colonizer? You know I call people colonizers all the time. Yeah. All right, so... so the term colonizer came from the movie Black Panther. Sure, he said it to a Agent Ross, and, you know, it was hilarious. Uh, I have said on my page before, for those who have not seen it, I have defined what a colonizer is. Colonizer does not apply to all white people. When, I, when people say colonizer, or let me speak for me. When I say colonizer, I'm not talking about all white people. When I say colonizer, I'm talking about people with the manifest destiny mindset. And that shows itself in you feeling like you own everything, you are owed everything, everything revolves around you. It's a narcissistic mindset that tells you that everything is yours. And that, you that's what colonizers <laughs> do. Huh? You you use it different to me because when I say it, I just mean white people. Like I just mean <laughs> when Sherry said it, she was just like she was just like, man, don't scare me like that, colonizer. Like she wasn't saying she wasn't saying it with all that weight. She was just saying, yeah, hey, but all right, look, look now, <laughs> back, back up off me now. I know, but that's why I felt like I had to put context to it for myself. For myself, oh. when I say colonizer, I'm not talking about all white people. I'm talking about white people that have the manifest destiny mindset that everything belongs to you. Uh, uh, you know, everything belongs to you. Everything should be curtailed to you. White privilege doesn't exist. It, these type of mindsets that lead to uh, Charlottesville <laughs> and things such as Charlottesville and the mindset that causes and perpetuates Charlottesville, uh, the undercover minds that are out there uh, the undercover minds that are out there that have Charlottesville in their minds, that's what I'm addressing. Those are the people I'm talking to. I'm not talking to all white people. All right. So if you see that's me right. Snitches get stitches. Huh? What? Did you say what? Snitches get Never stitches. Mind. Pastor said it. 
<laughs> Pastor said it. Oh, snitches okay. get stitches. Snitches do get stitches. <laughs> for sure, in the hood. Uh, but the point, my, my point, I, I needed to define what I mean. So that going forward, nobody's confused or anything like that. And you got it on wax. I said it here tonight, what I mean when I say colonizer. Again, I'm not referring to all white people. I'm talking to, to, to manifest destiny behavior. Uh, now, we will come back to that at a later point. I want to start into us watching the movie The Purge and what we thought about it. I'll get you over, I'll get how you felt about it first. Then I'll get it, you know what I'm saying? I'll get into how I felt about it. We can give like a, you know, one to 10 what we give the movie recommendations on whether we think they should see the movie and then let's get into the conversation some of the conversation we had on saturday because that was a good conversation so i mean we was out there like four hours bro we can't talk we can't have all of that conversation say, that was rehash the whole thing danny i'm just talking about i was trying to go tidbits. home and go to sleep i i'm just saying give them some tidbits from what we were talking about man i ain't say rehash the whole thing I, we need a transcript <laughs> so i mean it, well, all right so so did you enjoy the movie? Did you like it? Oh yeah, the um, I've I've recently me and Tiana, uh, it was me and Tiana and Morgan who went. My wife Tiana, um, who went out there to South Point, and we don't we don't watch scary movies at all. Like we have just recently, you know, decided to start watching, you know, more scary movies. I think it when it came out, we we uh, dared to go out there and watch it, and then um, since then we've been going to see more of them, um. You know, because we we both experienced those movies similarly. Like I'm I'm a little better with it, but Tiana be all over the place. She'd be ready to go. Uh, so, um, but I did like the movie. I think it was the best of the Purge movies. We actually sat down and watched the first three, um, the first three Purges that came out on Voodoo um, last week, um, and we were like, okay, this is you know it's a pretty good series. We thought it had some good some good themes in them, you know, um, some, of course the jump scares and stuff were all there, but I think the, as a, as a film goes, this was the best of the, of the four purge films. The rest of them were just like, okay, we're going to set this up so people can kill people. This one actually had some themes and some, some, some character growth and, and d development and stuff like that. The kind of stuff that I look for in movies. So I liked it. Uh, I mean, one to 10, what would you give? Uh, maybe like a six it wasn't it wasn't a great movie but it was you know the best of best of those maybe a six and a half close to seven okay uh yeah i mean i feel similar i mean there were i i don't think i don't think the acting was great uh you know it i didn't think the acting was great i can't it's been a while since i've watched all of the purges i, sh I probably should have done a marathon before we went um, I've seen all of them, but it had been a while since I watched the last one. The last one, I, I bought the legendary one. Um, I do think I agree with you. Like plot-wise, this probably had the 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 best. Especially, they did a good job of making this like the origin, like the basis. You know what I'm saying? And, mm -hmm. and like leading into the other ones, you know, backwards. You know what I'm saying? I I, I like that, and I think they did a good job. Um, uh, I, but I think the bigger reason I like the movie is because of the conversations that can be had off of the back of what the movie was covering, uh, which is one of the reasons I wanted to start with that topic because it leads into uh, some of the other things that we were talking about, like, you know, me, me, you know, the definition of the word uh, and some of the other things that we're going to talk about in a minute. Um, one to 10, I think, um, 
one one to ten, I think I'd give it probably the same score you did about a six. It was because overall the movie wasn't great. What I, I would recommend people going to see it, especially for the conversation. Um the especially up, for the Queen? conversation that people are having. Um, you know, that that you can have off of the back of it. I think I think some of the plot points were really good. And I mean specifically specifically I think uh like I remember talking to you Saturday night, I really think the writer was drawing some from the uh, the crack epidemic of the eighties. You know what I'm saying? Um, because there were, uh, I'm trying to be careful and not spoil things. Um, spoil, man, the movie been out three weeks. Spoil it, bro. You know, look. Uh, yeah, never mind. Forget y'all's feelings. Uh, <laughs> forget y'all's feelings. If you late, you late, man. That's on y'all. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and it, it shouldn't hurt you watching the movie. It should be more reason for you to watch it. So um, forget y'all's feelings for a minute. Uh, it, 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 the reason it reminded me of the, uh, of the 80s, th this is the specific thing that it reminded me of. Like plot point wise, uh, they were in, they were it. So the purge starts from it being an experiment on Staten Island. Uh, they experiment on Staten Island with the hood. Oh. <laughs> pretty much, you know what I'm saying? They, they, they experiment with the hood. They start there, and uh, they are offering people in the hood, people of low income, they're offering them $5,000 to stay in Staten Island and for it, the 24 hours. For right? the, yeah. You five, yeah, you get $5,000. And then, to, go yeah. ahead. And the, yeah, and I was going to say, and then if you decide to participate, you get more money. So they're incentivizing yeah. you participating and the thing is there uh of course they put it in the projects and the low the low income um areas where it's uh, um high hispanic and, and and black um population so that's the first part that was the uh, similarity to the to the to the crack epidemic and the um and then uh you know from there it just got worse yeah i now to read this, this, my, my tie-in for why i think they were dealing with the crack epidemic is specifically this uh now, when they they did this based on um, a hunch that a that a, a psych well, I don't know if she was a psychiatrist or I can't remember what her profession was, but she felt like if these people were given the incentive with money, they're low income, they live in the hood. If they're given the incentive of money, they will stay here, but they will also commit acts of violence. We're going to be able to watch, and they're going to be able to make money from it. So they they that's one of the reasons that they went to that community. No, what no. happened. The lady, the I'll give the, the the doctor. She was in it for the scientific research of it all. She was yeah. saying that this might not work, but this um this purging should um help people, you know, get rid of all these um carnal desires that they have and allow them to, you know, just release that part of themselves so they can um um operate function better in regular life. And then the incentivizing it would help them financially for the rest of the year. Yeah, and 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 the but the government was looking at it from the perspective of right. one, the government was looking at it from the perspective of population control. Right. Two, they they fully and they, they now they were looking for population control from themselves because they're saying they're low income. We give them this money, they definitely gonna kill each other to get this money. You know what I'm saying? And what they were doing was they would give them contacts. If you decided you were gonna participate in the purge, they would give you contacts to record everything that you were doing. So that what they fully expected was for people to turn and kill each other once the purge started, and, they, and that was the, how they were going to participate. 
what ended up happening was the balance wasn't do there was no balance like there was there was like a few it, matter of fact there was one murder for like the first two or three hours you know what i'm saying that was from a crazy dude uh yeah. everybody else was partying they would get together they skeletor. yes uh his character named skeletor and it's crazy and of course he's sadistic so he wants to kill people but the rest of the people were like partying and chilling uh trying to knock off like trying to rob stores which is what i would be doing i'm not I'm doing the atms trying I'm to straight, i'm going straight to bank of america or 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 don't, no, don't i'm going to wells fargo i'm going don't straight to wells fargo i'm going to like the dealerships i'm gonna come out that mug rich yeah when, when i when i come out so you know what i'm saying that, that that's my goal i'm not going to kill nobody i just want to be rich me yeah that, that's all i'm looking to do so that's just my own personal uh thing though you know what i'm saying i ain't i can't speak for nobody else but i ain't trying to kill nobody i just want to get this money that's what i would do so they expected balance they didn't get it the government got upset and got nervous so what they did was they called in militia people not militia uh mercenaries they called mm -hmm. in mercenaries to go into the low-income places with the mask on with masks and, and but they were carrying flags hey melee uh how you doing uh but they were carrying flags and things that were very reminiscent of the kkk and other types of uh uh supremacist groups that would do these type of things right so uh now this is where it reminds me uh don't say what oh yeah yeah i ain't gonna say it don't worry about it i ain't gonna say it i held it in it was in my you heard it was in my chest though I said he's gonna say chest. it i said it with my chest <laughs> Um, so what, so, uh, when they, this is what reminds me of the crack epidemic, the crack, when they were supposed to be in the balance and all they're doing all of these things, these things are supposed to be happening. But when it didn't, the government gave them assistance to make sure that it happens. That, <laughs> that reminds me of the crack epidemic, because if you think about it historically in the 1960s and seventies, average, the sixties was completely taken over by the civil rights movement. So, you know what I'm saying? The only time that you saw violence and stuff like that, it wasn't from gangs. It was from people revolting against what was happening from the government and all these other things that were going on. So you saw... Now, one thing that's always pissed me off black people do when we were protesting is we F up our own stuff. That pisses me off. Uh, but that's what you saw happening in the civil rights movement where people were rioting and things like that. In the 70s, the government literally declared war on the Black Panthers. They made them public enemy number one. Uh, you know... Uh, J. Edgar Hoover literally put in uh, people in all in all facets of the Black Panthers and all levels of the Black Panthers to have them uh, put down, to have them decentralized, and to break them break them apart. He also has a stated record for saying that, "Hey, Uncle Danny, hey, I'm Mary." Um, he's also on record for saying um, that there can't be any Black Messiahs. That's a quote. From uh, from Hoover. So once they had killed off Fred Hampton, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, the, all all the black leaders that were hel helping to push things forward, they they put uh, other people in jail, took other uh, black Panthers to jail. Once they had done all that, then they start to move in the drugs and the, and and the guns that weren't I, in the neighborhoods. In I want to point out that they did have the the three kings in there, the um two black guys and the one Hispanic guy in the neighborhood who was yeah. um you know, kind of the older guys who were looking out for everybody. And they, yeah. I don't know if they were specifically targeted, but they were definitely trying to get them out of there. They no question. Yeah, they, they, uh, exactly. Exactly. They, no, they were targeted. Cause remember they would hold up in a certain spot and that whole crew came for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that, that was before they got to the hood. So, you know what I'm saying? So again, 
the motive is similar. You know what I'm saying? Take out the leaders and the OGs, you know what I'm saying? Because then you just have anarchy and we can pick them off. So that's what reminded me of the crack epidemic. There's a lot of different things that happen in the movie, but like one of the greater points that I wanted to make about the movie leading into what we what we get ready to talk about is hasn't there like <laughs> the name of this movie is The First Purge. Haven't hasn't the purge always been on black people? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like in, in America haven't we been the purge like the whole time like there hasn't been a point in the history of the country that we weren't the purge uh slavery more slavery the glimmer of hope now nah, slavery you guys are free but still <laughs> slavery jim crow you have, yeah you have rights but not really <laughs> uh you start separate but equal jim yep. crow Black uh, Wall Street. Did you build your uh, own community? That's cool. We're going to burn it down. <laughs> uh, uh, did you Black Wall Street in Durham? Yep, we need 147, though. So we're just going to run that right on through there. Hey, Ty Harris Center, we don't need you. Uh, <laughs> Tulsa, Oklahoma? Nope. We're coming across those railroad tracks. None of that's going to stand. Uh, I mean, it's been a familiar thing in American history. So I, one of the bigger things that I was seeing that uh, industrial, the uh, prison industrial complex, yeah, uh, mass incarcerations, all of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the, the the purge has always been first for us. So I guess congratulations. I I don't really <laughs> I don't really know uh, what to say about that. You know, at, I, least, I, at I, least he said at least they got it right in the movie. At least at least they got the. The, at least they actually did it how it would actually happen in real life. Because right. right. <laughs> it would it, definitely it be in a poor neighborhood full of black and brown people. Yeah, yeah, there's no question about that. And, 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 even if it spread beyond that, it's going to start there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We, and, and again, the horrible part about this was that they literally admitted that it was for uh, population control. They admitted that that was, the, that was the reason. So again, you know, that helps to go into uh, that helps go into uh, what, like I said, the the purge has always been the purge for black people. Uh, one of the things we talked about after the movie was with the state of the country being what it's in right now, you know, with uh, the MAGA hats and, and the attitudes that go with that and, and colonizing behavior uh, concerning the border, concerning hate crime being up like crazy since, since, uh, I don't even want to, you know what I'm talking about. Since since somebody's been in office, um, all of those things ticking up. The fact that Danny, I'm so glad you shared that joint um, about the Antifa Act. Them trying, <laughs> they're trying to pass this Antifa Act. I I don't know at what point. I guess the next part we should all have already expected. I mean, we've always known. That's another thing we talked about before. If we had had cameras in the '60s and '70s. <laughs> The type of things that we're seeing the police being called on, called on us for right now, it, it segues perfectly from, uh, yeah, it was already a purge that's been happening See, since the history of this country. That's where it's a double-edged sword for me. Like the um, the the cameras and stuff are for, since the civil rights movement. You know, we this stuff has been nationally televised, and it has helped because it actually gets the message out. More people more people you know are able to empathize with what's going on more people know are informed and stuff like that but at the same time 
the technology like the Facebook and the, the live videos and all that stuff, it desensitizes you. Like once you get past that initial shock, you're not as affected by some people aren't as affected by it anymore. So if you don't choose to act, you kind of get comfortable with it and, you know, let it run its course. So there's a, there's a double-edged sword there for me. Yeah. But, I, but I, I think it's extremely important to, I think it's extremely important to record it. Like I, I saw a video earlier today of 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 a uh, a guy that got that allegedly got cut off. He got he got cut off in the car. So the black guy, um, yeah, I agree with that, D. Uh, the, the 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 black guy that has cut this person off rolled his window down. And he's recording. Uh, he's recording this white guy that just starts talking crazy calling them nigger, nigger, nigger over and over again, like it was a joke and stuff, saying, yeah, record me, whatever. And the, th the thing that's really confusing me with these type of things right now, it's not confusing me, but what, you, what you're seeing happen right now is people, like in the video I'm showing a few minutes, like this dude is more offended that he's being recorded for being racist then he understands we're offended for having the cops called on us for doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and, they, and, it, and it's like, a, they literally don't understand how, like, why we don't see us recording them being racist as wrong. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, literally, we've gotten to the point, and for those who don't know, this week and in, 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 in colonizing frailty, uh, we've seen a dude literally, I've been waiting to talk about this. A dude literally called 911 from a pickup game. They were playing basketball in a gym. <laughs> this dude called 911 because he got fouled in basketball. I uh, lied to you tonight. They didn't say because he got fouled. They said because dude set a hard screen on him. <laughs> it doesn't matter. A hard screen is a foul. <laughs> this dude <laughs> called 911. He called the cops because he got a screen put on him. A screen. It was a foul. Stay. He called the cops. You need to stay off the basketball court if you if you can't <laughs> you need to stay off the basketball. Unless he screened him with a pistol. Unless he screened him with an M4, he don't need to call the cops. There's there's no reason to call the cops. Dog, there is there is no excuse. For that level of nonsense, none. You can't, dude. You called the cops on me for me. <laughs> I don't care what. What you gonna do? Call the cops on me when I bang on you because I crossed you up. You know what I'm saying? I took, I snatched your ankles off. So now he I said, got um, nine one one. Um, I just had my ankles broken by a large yeah, black man. I need can to. You imagine, can you imagine? I need to have some assistance down here, please. <laughs> yes, yes. This is nine one one. How may I help you? Yes, I'm sorry. I was playing a pickup game, and this dude took my ankles, and I would like to have the police come out and get them back. Can, there's a man down. There's that? a man down here using an illegal an illegal finger roll. Can you guys send some uh <laughs> send some reinforcements, please? This this guy dunked on me, and I'm pretty sure he stole that. I'm I, I, I'm I'm almost um, certain. Ma'am, ma'am, I'm sure. I I don't think that um this Euro step is legal here in the states. 
I think that's a European move. He's using it illegally. I'm, I'm, I'm almost 100% sure this dude went around the wall. Trump is building that wall, and he went around my wall, so that is technically illegal. And if he wanted to come to the basket, then he should have got his freaking passport, just Sad. like all the rest of us. How Sad dare just... you? And how dare you? He did, this dude didn't call his ref. He didn't call his team. He called 911 for that. <laughs> Nine one one, bro. Instead of yo, instead of going to the car to get your gun, like people are gonna start going to their car to get their phone and calling the cops. Like, Real call, you like ain't no one get the strap. <laughs> ain't no one get the strap. Just go get, get the, the phone. Cops. Get the get phone. The get the cops. I mean, I, I, you know, then we got the CVS worker that literally, you know what? I didn't laugh at the CVS worker at first, only because I was like, man, this dude's gotta have Parkinson's or something. Like he, he got. He was super shaking, bro. I don't I've know. never seen anything. I've never been that scared, bro. I've been deployed. I've been in yeah. some tough situations. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever shook like that. Like I hope that I hope that like he doesn't have a medical condition that's causing him to do that because people have been busting on him all week. Son, my dude this was dude. like <laughs> I said like, dude. new new level Harlem shake, bro. Like uh, uh, that one one. <laughs> Now when she's trying to use a fake coupon and I don't know Bruh. what's going on. Bruh. I'm well, not training these people. CVS is bad for that, though. I say, I'll tell you this. CVS is really bad about the coupons. You know me and Tiana used to coupon real, real hard. And uh, CVS would always give us trouble about coupons. It, would, it didn't matter if they was manufacturer's coupons from the newspaper or if we printed them off the off online or whatever. They would always give us a hard time with them. Did they call the cops? They never, I never, we never had the cops called us though. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I wanted to clarify that. I wanted to make sure they did not call the cops on you. Uh, Dwayne, I see you still watching. Have you had the cops called on you for trying to you wait? See, Dwayne is a is it be boxing training. Have you been in the gym and given somebody to bid in the sparring and they was like, you know what, epic, get the strap. I mean, get the cops call somebody get 911. Have you ever put hands on somebody so official? That they just went ahead and called the cops. I need to hear this. If 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 you have a story on this, I'm about to switch off real fast so we can get this story and switch back. Cause I, I am <laughs> utterly in matter of fact, Tori, let me switch, let me switch and get Dwayne real fast. Cause I want him to be able to comment on the purse thing. And um I wanted to be able to comment on the purse thing, and I wanted to be able to comment on what we talk about now. So let me go ahead and add Dwayne. This is my boy Dwayne Humphrey, man. Uh, I've been we've been looking forward to this conversation all week, and I know he getting ready to try to get at me on this Cosby thing when we get ready to get into. But I want to make sure see if he had any type of experience like what we're talking about. And I got a video I want y'all to watch just in case you ain't seen it. Uh, my dude Dwayne, say what's, what's good, what's man. What's good, people? What's good? Um, I I mean I've never. I mean boxing is different. I mean boxing if you you get the hands put on you, you don't want to call the cops anyway. Like, you know, you, like, that's just not the situation where you want to be calling, you know what I'm saying? Like, the situation handled itself already. So, yeah. you you know, yeah. if anything, you basically, you call you call an ambulance, maybe. I mean, I've had, yeah, you know, but, I, I mean, but, that, but to, to be real, in, those, in, in the situation of, of Boston, I have seen it get to that level where sparring, because in the end, it is just sparring. You got your yeah. headsets on. So I've actually seen it get to that level where, all right, we taking it to the parking lot. I didn't like the way this went. <laughs> and 
you know, you don't obviously don't want it to come come to that, but yeah. you know, is boxing is is unique in the sense of you get crossed up, you know, you you go down the yeah. court, you you cr- cross him up, you even may give him a hard foul. Yeah, you get your ass whooped in boxing. That's pretty much the end of it. <laughs> you know, it ain't it ain't really nothing. You <laughs> you can't one up somebody to just whoop your ass. Uh, you can't you can't call you know, him because you got you technically got a yeah. concussion. So yeah, <laughs> you know, you know what, what I'm saying? saying? Like it's just one of those things. You you're not coming back to that that gym again because <laughs> I mean that's all everyone's gonna ever notice about you from that point forward. You know, <laughs> Yo, I mean they fine. I mean they gonna remember you got touched up. And then you called the police, you know. Yeah, so man, I mean, I mean I, it's I, just one of those I, things where. But you haven't I, had I, for coupons. Like, have you had anybody call the cops to you for coupons? Oh, uh, I mean, I, well, I, listen. I mean, I, I mean, as a black person, we each individual. I feel like by the time you eighteen, you probably got at least ten stores of yeah. something like yeah, that that happened right. at him. I was telling one a story the other day. Well, not the other day, some time ago, but it comes to mind because it. Uh, so me and Rachel have a dog, and we go to this uh, this dog store. And I'm be, be straight up, we're one of those dog owners. We spoil our dog, so we have a, a a nice little dog store we go to. And sometimes it's her, sometimes it's me. But you know, mm-hmm. you know how you rack up points and you use your account to collect points and every, you know, you'll get <laughs> yeah. something free. So, you know, they know our dog, you know, they know us. And uh, just for like over the past couple of months, it's just with me going in and getting it. And, you know, sometimes I would use Rachel's card, whatever, whatever. And so, like, every time this happened, the, the, the woman would always ask, she would say, oh, you know, who's the account under? And I'd be like, oh, it's Tola, you know, is under her last name. And she would check it out and whatever, whatever. But I could always see there was like some hesitation for it. Now, you know, take, take an account, we've been coming to this store for months. So mm-hmm. one day I come in and she's like, um, she asked to see my ID for mm-hmm. my credit card. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, you know, I've been coming in here for months. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. you know who I am. Like, why now, you know, do you mm-hmm. need, like, my, like, basically, you know, in her mind, it was kind of like, I'm not sure. Is he, you know, like, basically using someone else's credit card to buy dog yeah. food? You know, yeah. but it just was like silly because like in my, in my, it, it in that situation, it's actually what I really think is the the problem of it is that sometimes you remove common sense and the uh, courtesy you'll give to someone else of your own race that you want to someone else. In her mind, she's like, man, I've been seeing this guy for months. I, I know that I've seen his girl and, you know, da, 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 da. But, like, in that moment, she's like, I'm not sure. If I was someone of her race, she'd have probably been like, whatever. But because yeah. it was me, she was like, well, let me make sure, you know, let me be, you know, dot my I's and cross my T's. And yeah. it was actually a really disappointing situation for me because I came back and I told Rachel, I was like, you know, we like her. Like, she's really nice, you know, but like I could see that it was building up to that, mm. you know, that she was eventually going to do it, you know. And it's yeah. something that, you know, like like I said, as, a, as an African-American, it's something that's happened to all of us at some point or the other. I mean, I've been in plenty of lines and seen people use credit cards one after another and no one asks for ID. And then it gets to yeah. me and it's like, oh, can I see your ID? You know, and to... No question about it. You know, to the <laughs> layman, 
to someone who's not been in that situation, you kind of just like, oh, they're, you know, they, they're, you know, it's part of their job to check. But when you've seen it done to 15 other people and see that they don't ask, they just yeah. swipe and keep it moving, you yeah. know, and then they get to you and it's like, oh, can I see your ID? And it's like, nigga, I'm buying a pack, pack of gum. Like, it ain't that serious, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, I mean, so, but that's, that's one of the things that, I mean, that's what, that, like, that takes me, that mindset takes me back to the Starbucks thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, when the Starbucks things popped off, yeah. we, we know, everybody in this country has been to a Starbucks and seen people just sitting in there chilling. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And not, and not, a, not buying anything. They're just in there chilling because it's absolutely. a chill spot. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, it, it's, it's, that's why, I, like, for me, like, I, I kept the video up of, of that guy. I don't know if you, I think I tagged you to it, you know, where the, where the woman was having a conversation about, the yeah. dude from CBS, and uh, I wanted to play. I wanted to play that video. I, I hope it'll play. But um, I mean, but I was I was listening to you guys while you were talking about it, and yeah. you were touching on the fact that how uh, uncomfortable he was with you know her mannerisms. And mm-hmm. again, I mean, a lot of it has to do with the fact that in his experience, how much face-to-face as he really had with an African-American woman or a person of color, you know, maybe that experience has only been brief, five seconds here, two minutes here, 10 minutes here. And you're not used to that type of, you know, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to characterize her, her behavior as, you know, bombastic or anything like that. But mm-hmm. for us, we're just used to it. You know, you know whether mm-hmm. we got sisters, we got cousins, we got, you know, mothers or grandmothers or whatever. Um, yeah we're used to it. You could see how he was getting like worked up and uncomfortable by the fact that she was using her hands so much and, you know, the, her, her voice and, and, and the inflection in her voice and he was getting uncomfortable yeah. with it. And a lot of it is a lot of these situations, at least what I see, I actually refrain from watching a lot of these videos. Cause like I said before, I feel like it's becoming dinner theater now. Like you're mm-hmm. pretty much, basically going on Facebook or Instagram or, or whatever it is you watch and it's basically like what's the new video for for tonight? You know, what's the True new story. situation? And you're not so much having the conversation as, well, why are these things happening so frequently? Which for us, we know this has been happening since we the got off time. the boat. Since we got off the boat. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But, you know, so it's now just becoming like how outlandish can these videos be and, you know, versus are we really having a conversation as to you have kids, you know, I have nieces. How are we preventing this from being a thing 10 years from now, 15 years from now is more of just like, Hey, look, they're doing this. This is what's going on. It's ridiculous, which, you know, any person with common sense can be like, it's ridiculous. Well, how do we prevent that from happening? And I don't, I, my issue with it is, is that we're not having that conversation or when we are having the conversation is, we're talking about that specific video. Like, for example, I saw a video recently of this white guy cuts a line. I don't, I can't, it, I don't even know what it was. I, I, it looked like it was a concession stand at a movie theater or a pizza place or whatever, but he cut the line and this black guy smacked the fire out of him. I mean, word? smacked the fire out of him. I mean, Shoot. so, and he did it twice. I mean, he, he, he did it twice. What's the funny part about it is the, the white guy kept going back to the front of the line. Um, and so I was just kind of like, in that scenario, everybody's like, oh, you know, they think there are, we, we are grandfather, our grandparents, we just going to put up with that. And I'm like, see, this is a, a point where we need to sit here and say, 
That really wasn't even that necessary. That guy very well may have been wrong, but the ultimate wrong is the person who's serving him. If they let you, if they let him jump all of y'all and still serve him, you know, I mean, do you still want to give them your money? Like if you're standing in line to go see Black Panther 2, you know, when that come out, and you see a white it's guy about, jump the whole wait. line. Well, that, yeah, well okay, I, that's a bad example. That's a bad I'm example. That, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a, that yeah, 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 okay, that's a bad example. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's a bad example. Don't, don't, okay. don't do that. Don't let's do say, that. Okay, let's, let's say Harris Teeter. Let's say you at Harris Teeter. All right. And someone right. cuts the line. Yeah. Cuts the line. For, somehow manages to cut the line. Mm-hmm. Reasonably, you say for the first time, hey, my, my man, ma'am, whatever, there's a line. Yeah. After that, it's up to the cashier at that point to be like, no, well, I'm not serving you. There's a line and keep it moving. Yeah. You know, but I mean, but I'm reading the comments on it and everybody's like, oh, I would have did the same thing. And I'm like, you going to go to jail over over someone cutting a line? Like, come on. Like, See, you know, so it's no longer is. So I feel like we getting away from having the conversation to just the next video. Yeah. You know what I, I'm saying? Look, I mean, that that's that's partial to some of what I was talking about when I said I felt like I need to do some house cleaning. Um, you know, like, because, again, this still ties to what I said at the beginning about me defining the word colonizing when I use it. Because I had a friend tell me um, earlier today, uh, one, that I, I talk, that I'm constant in talking about white people, uh, which I can't say I agree with that, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you're entitled to your opinion. And and I guess I'm doing it in a negative fashion. So in my mind, I was like, I'm trying to think back to when that happened. I asked when I'm doing that because, because it, it, you know, it happened. It, it was under one of my posts and uh, I was just trying to figure out, OK, well, where, where what what uh, are we talking about? Like, what's what specifically are, are you talking about? What it is that I said? So then I was like, well, maybe it's when I use colonizer, you know what I'm saying? Because maybe mm-hmm. she wasn't around when I define what that means. But I also think, like I, I, like Danny said earlier, it's a double-sided thing because like what you're talking about it isn't helping because you don't want to be stupid. Look, man, you don't don't put your hands on somebody unless somebody put their hands on you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like somebody jumping you in line ain't no reason to hit nobody. You wouldn't want to... Like, uh, I, mean, I mean, let me preface this. I'm not exactly known for the person who practices that much restraint i'm working on and i'm getting older so I, I look so listen don't get me wrong i get it where you know you get the urge if you want to be like you want to snatch a knot in someone however yeah. in this day and age where everything is captured on camera and you know you already got world star hip-hop and all of this you know does it really make sense to escalate things to that level when you know this may be this. I'm not saying you should take an account that something's gonna go viral when you do yeah. it, but you know, as African Americans, like as we know, you know, and how you know we're gonna eventually segue into the Cosby thing, we, for whatever reason, whether it be good, bad, we represent each other. So if one mm-hmm. of us does it, it it it, it does it. like you know because we're we're the minority, it reflects on all of us. So one video of you know two black women in the street fighting over baby milk, you know, you're like, as a black people, we look at it and we're like, damn. Like, you know, we know that was bad. <laughs> Ain't no question. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Where, Whereas if white people, they see a video of two rednecks, they're like, oh, that ain't us. You know, we don't have that luxury. 
No, you know, so not. so in my so I'm not saying that we should mute anything. I, I think the video recording is 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 is, is, is great. I think it should still happen. I just word. think I just opinion. think that at some point we still need to have a we need to have the conversation. Like the conversation needs to be well. Again, why does this continue to happen? How can we stop it from happening? What type of conversation can we have? you know, on a national level where, you know, because these things, like I said, we've been dealing with this our whole lives and so was our parents, their parents, their parents. And, you know, recording it just says that now we got recorded. But I mean, that, I mean, that's not going to stop them from, from doing, that's not going to stop people from doing it. And some of these situations, all of them are prejudice. All of them are, are you know, subtle racism, blatant racism. But, you know, sometimes it's just, you know what, I'm not, I don't know how to deal with what I perceive as an aggressive black person. I don't know how to communicate. Like, I only have, you know, stereotypes and or whatever I've seen in the media to go off of. And so you have situations at time where people are just, for whatever reason, alarmed just by the slightest provocation from black people. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Black- like, the slightest. Look, so how do you I mean, have that conversation to prevent it from happening to your daughter 10 years from now? For, for me personally, it, for our kids especially, the conversation has to be, to me, it has to be on two fronts. And, and I mean, not to get super spiritual, but honestly, Bill Maher is one of the most atheist people ever. Yeah. And even and even Bill Maher will tell you that he that he agrees with Jesus's teaching. It's, it, it honestly, no, it's hard to agree. Rule, yeah, the the golden rule is very easy. I Treat mean, people I'm the way you want to be treated. To do exactly. I'm not saying it's uh, it's easy to do all the time, but honestly, if you live by that, more often than not, you're gonna come out like you should. But, oh, I but, absolutely agree. But 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 in this country, like like again, it's uh, from a conversation I had earlier. Um, I, I, it was a post that uh, I think Danny tagged me to it. I can't remember who tagged me to the post, but it, it was a post about, and that's one of the things I meant to bring up too. Uh, a white lady, uh, I think it was in 2016, hung a toddler. Oh yeah, uh, I, saw, I saw that. Yeah, hung, hung a toddler at, at her house. Uh, supposed at daycare. She hangs a toddler. Somebody comes in, gets the toddler down or whatever. On her way out from that situation, she like ran over. People. Yeah, yeah. She ran over some people or something like that as she was leaving the scene, and they caught up with her getting ready to jump mm-hmm. uh, from a bridge. Mm-hmm. Okay, so all of this happened. The trial comes forth now. This woman walks out with probation. Mm-hmm. Probation. <laughs> she but- hung a toddler, bruh. And, and, and that's ridiculous, but, but that's what, and, and, and it's ridiculous, but the solution to those, th- those type of situations are, are institutional. We have control over institutional things. We can vote and change institutional. That person, someone, whoever appointed that judge answers to voters. Whoever he was above him answers to voters. And, you know, even though, and this is one thing I always try to harp on when we talk about voting in elections, Black people represent 13% of the population in this country. Okay, mm-hmm. so alone we can't win an election, but we don't have mm-hmm. to be alone because the average election is only one between four and six percent. So mm-hmm. your 13% all of a sudden becomes very, very strong 
because you're a swing, you swing elections. We know, like, so politicians look at it like this. I know automatically that I got 40%. The other guy says, I know I got 40%. They're trying to figure out how to get that 10% between the two of them. Yeah. People can be that 10% if we participate. Like, look at the Jewish community. Jews, there's less Jews than than there are us, but they Mm -hmm. have a powerful voting block because, one, 98% of them all vote. So if an Mm -hmm. election comes down to between two percentage points, you really got to cater to that community. Yeah. Before, you know, it, but, but we don't exercise that in the way that we should because we don't vote in that block. If 98% of blacks voted, you could change the, You could change. You, we change everything because but, all of a but, sudden you can't ignore that. So for, for that particular situation, it's ridiculous. But the only way we can fix that is to vote. Like you're not going to change that judge's sympathetic view of a white woman. You can't make yeah. sure a sympathetic judge like that don't have a job. Yeah, but th- see, the, the thing that we definitely have to come back to on on another podcast for sure because we definitely need me, me and my me and my boy, um, me and my boy Trevor, uh, talk about this often because there's two. You, I know you, you and me have been on these conversations. You know, there's two, yeah. there's two trains of thoughts. Oh yeah, absolutely. That. Yeah, so so we definitely gonna have to get into that. Um, you know. To me, to me, this definitely it. it uh, I just thought it was ironic how well, you know, the fact that we had just seen the purge and some of the things that it dealt with, and then having all these instances this week <laughs> since yeah. me watching the purge pop it off. I was like, man, this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Especially like I said, we've reached the hype now. Like if I, I was telling my coworkers today, I said if I was thinking a script to do like a, a skit or something like that. To have ridiculous situations for black people to have the cops calling them for, I would not have. Oh, they 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 happen this week. Yeah, they they definitely happen this week. They Um, are outdoing themselves. I've never in my life, like literally, bro. Like you, you called the police for someone setting a screen in a pickup basketball game. I mean, I'm I'm in shock right now. Look, Danny. All right, (laughs) Danny wants to get into the Cosby thing. Uh, I'm gonna bring Danny. I'm gonna bring Danny back on so we can get that kick back in, and then I'll bring you on because I know you. I already know. You already know what it is. <laughs> I already, you already know, know what it is. Stuff to say. You so let, let me get let me get Daddy back in. And I'll I'm about to melt some pudding pops right now. <laughs> All right. All right, fam. All right, man. That's my dude. Back in, in here. I'm gonna get Danny back in here so we can get back to this Cosby thing. Uh, for y'all that did not see it the other day, Danny was saying ridiculous things. Uh, the other day on our first on our first podcast, I guess you can call it our first our, our first official podcast. Uh, I called it our half podcast because it was kind of like a a, a, um, a testing type situation. Uh, and um, me and Danny got into it because I told Danny out of all the. Um, out of all the uh, 19, like, you get to pick between shows from the 1980s up. B- black inspirational shows from 1980s up. Uh, we And we had to pick our top five. I had the Cosby show as the number one most influential black show uh, from the 1980s and up. My boy Danny didn't have the Cosby show in his top five at all. Uh, he had the Boondocks at number three over the Cosby show. I don't even remember the rest of his list because I was so pissed off, and I and and and, and I couldn't, I, I couldn't fathom how he was gonna make this argument. So now we got to get into whether or not the Cosby Show. Was-
because of the rape allegations with Bill Cosby, is is Cosby Show's legacy and influence on black media and media as a whole period dead now? Danny, I wasn't. I wasn't saying that it was dead. I was about to go to sleep. But since you brought me back on, I will say my piece before I get off of here for the night. Uh, Bill Cosby, uh, all of that, all of the 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 good that he may have done. Um, well, see, this I may have been wrong because when you say influential, you are, you are inf wrong. Influence, influence isn't always a good thing. So you could have meant, you know, negatively influential. Um, so I could, I could definitely be wrong, but I think that you are um, where we are at the, at this point in time. You have to say that the impact that Bill Cosby has had on the entertainment industry. And the black film as a whole has been more negative than positive. Like oh my God. The, the legacy that the legacy that Bill Cosby, the man is what, 90, 92 years old? How old is he? First, first off, I didn't say Bill Cosby. I'm not I finished. Cosby show. I said the Cosby show. That's the question I asked, man. Who's, who's, I didn't na who's the show Cosby named after? I put the Cosby show as number one. Who, who's the show named after? Bill Cosby. Okay. So you can't when it's you have crazy. a show like that, you can't separate the Bill Cosby, especially if the Bill Cosby show Bill Cosby's legacy is the foundation of his legacy is the Bill got the Bill Cosby show. So it's like almost impossible to separate the two. When you say the Bill Cosby show, the first thing people think about is Bill Cosby, right? So the show can't be influential without his influence, right? We would agree on that, right? Sure, man. The can't the show can't be great without Bill Cosby, right? Yeah, sure. Okay, so if if we take the impact that the that the show has had because of the man, you know, um, I would say that the way that black culture is viewed now, Bill Cosby was once the most positive figure in, uh, in TV, right? Can you say it again? He was once the most positive figure in TV, right? Okay. So, so if you can imagine in your brain, the best, the pinnacle of black TV now being forever tied to Bill Cosby's legacy that drags the entire the entire black TV legacy down. Like if you're it's like you know how we were in school and so they black had that Bill less great now because of Bill Cosby. You 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 uh you know how that you, in the school you had the bell curve, right? So yeah. if if nobody scored 100%, if nobody scored 100, everybody's grades went up, right? So uh you know, when Bill Cosby was popping, when oh, oh, it's possible to to have a good show. So uh, let's give uh, let's give Rock a chance or World of Rock. Rock came or I think Rock came after that. He might not have had a show if it wasn't for I, I'm, I'm you know, I'm not good with dates. You know, I'm not good with dates. So it might have been before. You're making okay. my point. No, but that's what I'm saying, because his influence was so powerful 
now people are going to be scrutinizing black TV, right? If what? Bill Cosby, if Bill Cosby was supposed to be the best, if Bill Cosby was supposed to be this, now he's this. Where's the rest of black TV at? Where's the rest of black TV at? Oh my God. You, you, how, Listen, I understand. I understand that I, I'm not saying what Bill Cosby did wasn't wrong. It, uh, it is it's undoubtedly wrong. I'm not saying that's not wrong, but the Wait show, a minute. Don't, Donald, show. don't Donald Trump us now. Don't don't Donald Trump us. I need you to say definitively that it was wrong. Don't say that it wasn't wrong. Don't say that I'm not saying that it wasn't wrong. Say it was wrong. Raping people is wrong. Bill Cosby okay. raped people, so that's wrong. I need you okay. to say that? Really? Yeah, I need you to. I, nah, Donald Trump done put you, us in a whole nother place. You didn't see me with a MAGA hat, huh? I, I missed that. I didn't, I didn't even know <laughs> Look, I had I do want to make bag. sure. I just want to make sure you ain't crossing over. Man, you know, daggone. Anyway, uh, so my yeah. point. Yeah, okay, is, yeah, Rock was, Rock was way later then. Yeah, Rock probably would have never had a show if it wasn't for Bill Cosby, and that show Thank was great. You. I was going to see, that's what I'm saying. I was I was trying to avoid putting out these quotes from the TV Guide, which was like the everything back then in that time. TV Guide, Entertainment Weekly, and all that type of stuff. Bill Cosby has multiple awards. It was called the best show on TV. In TV, the best, I, I think it was the best, no, it's the best family show in the his, in history as of 1993. Well, and now it's not even Guide. on Hulu. Why, yeah, but why is that? Because of what happened after the fact. But it doesn't mean the exactly. show was not. But it doesn't mean the show was not crucially influential. You can't take away the influence of the show. Hey, where's it at now? Already been done. Where's it Fresh at now? Prince, Fresh Prince is already out here. Rock is already out here. Uh, okay, that's good. We got a. We got. The we got good TV. All of those shows. Uh, living sure. single. Li living single. It, it gave uh, in living color. Like I said before. All of those shows came off the back of the success of the Cosby show. So so I understand that Bill Cosby raped people, and that's bad. And there's no question about that. But we're not talking about the influence. Of, the influence of the show can't die. That's all I'm saying. That That's all I'm saying. Dwayne over here, just he's just waiting. I mean, what, what, what could you possibly, how in the world could the influence be gone? Because the show is still great. But he was, but he was raping, but he was raping people while the show was going on. Like that's the that's the end. Like the show was a the show. You can almost say that the show allowed him to rape people, bro. You can almost say that the popularity of his show allowed him to have access and allowed him to to manipulate people the way that he did. The power that he got from the show. The power so that, that he got from the show. So does that take away from his influence? Does that <laughs> does that take away from his influence and from the influence of the show as a whole? Morgan, so if you find out, okay, so if we if um somebody makes a, a new drug, right? Somebody makes a new drug. Um somebody makes a new drug, we say, okay. Oh, the, the Tuskegee Air uh, experiments, right? So you find out that the what happened in Tuskegee led to some medical breakthroughs, right? Come on, Ben, man. You're supposed to be helping, Is it, bro. What are you doing? Does it not diminish the outcome if you find out that the 
uh, journey that it came to, to get to the outcome wasn't what you thought it was. Does the medicine work? Sure. The medicine works. If the medicine works, it, and it's still, if the medicine works and it's still helping people now. You sound like a super villain. You sound like gut shot. You sound like gut shot right now. Ish. I sound like I sound like lumberjack. No, you sound like gut shot right now. That's why that's why lumberjacks that's why lumberjacks and gut shot work together. That's why it happened. They they work together because Jacks was very pissy and needed you trying to make me give away trade secrets. No, anyway. no, listen though. Listen, so if if you won the if you won the Super Bowl, if you win the Super Bowl, but you find out that several people cheated to make you win the Super Bowl, does that Are make you, your did victory you, did you mean to say Patriots? Does that make your victory the same? Yeah, like Patriots. does that does that victory, does that season, the Patriots or whoever, if the Panthers win the Super Bowl, if your Panthers Panthers win the Super Bowl this season, but we find out that everybody paid everybody off so that it can make it happen, does that is that season still great? That's not the same, man. It is, though. No, it's not. But it it's is, though. The, the show, the show, oh, my God. The, the, the show – was the show and it look I, okay I'm, I'm get looking off. at Ben I'm looking at Ben's comment the influence is influenced by a negative reaction he ruined the legacy of Cosby Show I'm not saying I'm not saying that I'm not saying that he didn't ruin the legacy of the comedy uh, of the Cosby Show what I'm saying is the influence of the Cosby Show still has already gone forth it's already changed lives it's already changed careers it's already given the maximum of what it could give before the rape allegations came but out. But what is so it doing now? The influence. But what is it doing now, though? It can't. How, how can it? How can it negatively affect what's already been positive? It. it, it yeah, it, it had positive. Yes, it had positive so, influence. Exactly. So, so fresh print, the, the, is fresh print. Does, did fresh print become a a, a a lesser show, a worse show because of what happened with Bill Cosby? I'm a, I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. Because these TV shows are entertainment. The TV shows are entertainment, and yes, it's good that we got pop more res representation in TV because of Bill Cosby. Yes, that's, that's good. That's but my the point. real life, but the real life consequences far outweigh the entertainment I value. I don't disagree with that, but the influence is still the influence, and the influence has already gone forth, and that influence has then infused into Fresh Prince and all the rest of these shows that don't have that tag to them and those stigmas. So then they're it also other shows like Black it Panther. also listen it also that influence also seeped into the entertainment industry. All the stuff that we're hearing about the Me Too movement, Bill Cosby helped that in real life. That, I'm not is that, I'm is not that just a saying thing a negative thing. That's a no. The, the what happened in the industry? That's negative. No, is the Me Too movement positive or negative? The Me Too movement wouldn't need to happen if it weren't for people like Bill Cosby. That's what I'm saying. I agree, it, but I agree. But that's that's been going on. What Bill Cosby has done, has he didn't help it in real life, though. In real life, he did not help that. In real life, the influences, the 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 influence that he had on the real life. Um, the real life effects that he had on other people and families and careers and and society and the 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 environment that so the celebrity environment like he helped to 
solidify that. Bill Cosby's out here drugging people. It must be the right thing to do. Really? Bill Cosby's supposed to be the most wholesome. wholesome. Really? Look, I'm gonna let I'm gonna I'm gonna get off and let Dwayne get off. Okay. All right. Thank you, thank you, Joe. Thank you. You you're saying exactly what I'm saying. Let me get Dwayne in here because I'm sure he's about to be yelling. Uh, let me let me get him in here. I, look, my point is, the show is still the show. The show is still great. If you can't remove the fact that. I'm not saying that you should have to, and I wish you didn't have to, but that does not diminish the impact of the show. The show is still amazing. It still opened a lot of careers. It opened a lot of doors for a lot of people, and there's a lot of shows that are possible because of the Cosby Show. That's all I'm saying. And and, and to me, yes, there are extremely negative effects on the families that were affected, the women that were affected, all those type of things. I'm not trying to equivocate the two. I'm not trying to say that one outweighs the other one. All I'm talking about is the influence of that show, the influence of that show. And for me, as an objective person, for me as an objective person, I can, I can see both things. I can see both sides. So to me, I look, I am extremely glad that he got caught. I'm, I'm extremely glad that he got caught and that he's uh, faced trial and lost, you know, for what's happened. I'm extremely glad about that. But if, at the same time, that does not diminish how great the show is to me because the show is still great. It's still wholesome. It, it, it's still wholesome. It still teaches a lot of good lessons. It's still a different world still came off the back of it. In Living Color still came off the back of it. In Living Color is one of the most influential shows of all time. It was in my top five, too. I see Dwayne over here chewing hard. <laughs> Go ahead, Dwayne. Hey, let me put my glasses on. Yeah, I mean, put your glasses on because I'm waiting to hear this, bro. I'm waiting to hear it. I'm listening. I'm listening. We all listen. I, I I love the Cosby Show. I think it's hilarious. I think it's a great show. Then you're making. I think it's a great show, but I don't think it's influ. I don't think I think it's influence. Its influence is overstated by a lot. I think it's, I think I think it's an underhanded compliment to black people to say the things that people say about the Cosby Show. The only thing the Cosby Show did was. Prove that white people can find black people entertaining without us making a fool of ourselves. It was the first show to do that. We didn't have to, to act like assholes to entertain white people. They just watched us do normal, funny things the way they watch other sitcoms. And they're like, oh, that's funny. That's the only yeah, thing the Cosby shows did. People, that, no, that's not influential because that's just huh? proved, that just proved that America was racist as hell to begin with. You should have assumed that you would have. So that's what I'm saying. It's like an underhanded compliment, but like, when people say things like, oh, the Cosby is like, it, it showed white America that, you know, black people could be lawyers and doctors. Really? It was 1988. They didn't know by the end we had a black Supreme Court justice. They didn't know we were doctors. Come on. Don't, they, they want fools like that. Dwayne. No. No. Nah, I'm not doing it to them. I'm not. They not, they, they not going to push. Dwayne. Personally, I think he deserves more credit for a different world than he does the Cosby show. The different world show... That was aspect, a show the aspect of black culture that white people weren't used to seeing because HBCUs, you know, is, is yeah, exactly. Agreed. The Cosby Show, no, they had black black doctors, they had black lawyers, they knew 
you know, first of all, I thought that he could have done more with the Cosby show. Basically, he put his whole family was in a cocoon. I mean, he lived in Brooklyn, New York. I lived in Brooklyn, New York for 10 years. The things the Cosby shows didn't touch on were things that other black people were dealing with in the country. They were basically on an island. Like you didn't hear gunshots outside of their house. Brooklyn, there, there were gunshots. You ain't, you won't know, they got all of these black local electricians and plumbers. They ain't had no local black crackhead. They didn't have no, all the things that were actually happening to in the real black community, he just was like, no, nah, that ain't happening on this block. So you, know you said, saying? so so you. Say, I mean, so be real. I mean, I, the Cosby show, the Cosby show would have been better if Tyrone Biggers had a bit outside. Like, I mean, I thought it would have been. A, as, I Tyrone mean, it, it touched on a lot. It touched touched on a lot of things, and and it was like you had an opportunity to be like, listen, you love this family, white America. You love the Cosby family. We also deal with the same problems you want to ignore from other African Americans in this country. OFC, Joe. You know, so I felt like it was a missed opportunity. My issue with Bill Cosby. You has... felt like the Cosby show was a missed opportunity? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, How? I mean, hold on, I got some reverb coming in. So hold on one second. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I, you have already admitted that you like the Cosby show. It, 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 it he brought in a different world, you know what I'm saying, uh, which is one of the best shows. It's, like, th this is the point that I'll make about the Cosby show. Uh, I think, see, we're talking about its effect on white America, and, 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 and I do think that is one of the biggest reasons that it's influential. But what about its effect on black America? There's a whole bunch of black people that could, that, that aspire to have that type of wholesome family and raise your kids in that way with real issues and real things that took place in their lives having Claire be the, as strong of a character as she is and being a, being as brilliant as she is and, and a loving mother and having a black face on that, not just for white Americans to be comfortable, but for black Americans to have something to aspire to. That It put, it put, a, it put a positive image out there. Oh, it, I, mean, I won't, I won't take that away from it. I won't take that away from it. I'm just saying that I think the influence is overstated in the sense of, it, it just kind of comes off as if black people were just lost in the wilderness without that. Like we were still going to be, you know, lawyers and doctors without the Cosby's. What the irony is, is that my beef with Bill Cosby has nothing to do with him raping sleeping people. My issue is with, you know, later, years later, him coming out and going on that tour and telling all, all of America that the problem with black people is that we wear baggy jeans and we use slang, and our mothers are buying us Jordans, and we don't care about education. So that I, was I, my issue with him, is that, you I, know, he came out and basically started cooning. Um, I like, agree. And so that's my I, issue I, with I, him. I, Obviously, my issue with him also being a rapist. Um, but the, yeah. the most negative aspect of him being a rapist is that it created this this vacuum of people who are like, oh, the only reason why they're saying this about Bill Cosby is because he's black. No, they're saying it about it because he raped women. You know, so it created like this weird group of black people where we're like, oh, Bill Cosby was trying to buy NBC. They trying to, first of all, Bill Cosby ain't never had no NBC buying money. NBC sold for $7 billion. Let's be real. Let's keep it 100. 
just math-wise, it just ain't Bill Cosby ain't got that type of money. But yeah. no, Bill Cosby is facing rape charges because he raped women. Like, let's keep yeah. it one hundred. I listen. I like Coogees and Pudding Pops too. But I don't he, like Coogees anything, and I don't like Pudding Pops much either. See, that's just disrespectful. But um, it, no, it is what it is. Yeah, I, you know, but like, but that's what it is. Like, you had a lot of people being like, "Oh, why? Why would Bill Cosby have to rape people? Because he's a rapist. Like, that's why rapist <laughs> people don't like. Like, that's why people rape people." Like, like nobody like woke up and had a headache and was like, "I'm a rape a woman." They raped someone because they're a rapist. Like, so when you're like, "Oh, why did why would Bill Cosby rape people?" Because he's a rapist. That's what he do. Like, it's very clear from the anecdotes and the evidence presented that he's oh, just a rapist. Oh, That's just man. how he roll. Bro, the headache thing, bro, that was too much. I mean, that was. Yeah, I mean, but like that's how uh, they look at it. They're like, "Oh, why would Bill Cosby had all of that dough? Why would he rape women?" Because is there an uh, income limit on rapists? Like, what, you hit the lottery, you no longer a rapist? No, you rape women. That's what you do. That's how you get down. That's your mentality. And, you know, so that upset me is that we had so many people coming out to defend him being like, no, not Mr. Cosby. But that, but look, that that you, but you are, you, look, honestly, why, why did, okay, besides, for those of us who have watched the, the, um, the documentary. Why? Why did uh, OJ end up getting off? Why did OJ get off? Yeah. Why, well, see, why okay. did OJ Simpson get off? Okay. Well, you. I may be the, the short, wrong person. The short version. Okay. The short version is is he spent a lot of money on lawyers, but I mean also because at that, that time, time, at that time, you had the race riots and you had a there you go sense of. Should OJ have gotten off? I didn't say he should have. I said you know, why. I no, said I, I why get that. I, I, I get okay. that. But, you know, also. And there's context to everything. There's, there's context, context to everything. There's context to everything. You know, also, you know, yeah, the, the race riots were the backdrop of that. And they kind of knew that, and, you know, it pop off if things don't go. But also the LAPD screwed up that case. Um, yes, they did. That's I mean, why they, I said. You know, so it's, it's, it's nuanced in that. So I, I get what you're saying. Just my issue with it is, is that we got to pick our heroes and villains. And and heroes and villains can be complicated, but they shouldn't be raping 39 women. Like, I feel like we can draw the line at, like, at zero. Like, <laughs> our, you, at zero. Look, I mean, you're saying that as if I said, good job, Bill, go rape No, it's not, it's not even that, but, like, come on, you I, know, got, you, you read the comments. We got family members. And we know yeah. we got that aunt in there to being like, that's a shame what they they trying to do to Cosby. You know, them women want it. You know, like, we got those yeah. people, and it's just like... I, I agree. I uh, agree. I, all, I, all I'm trying to say is, like I said, the reason I got mad with Danny was because he I gave him five chances. I gave him five chances to pick the most... five To pick five of the most influential shows of the 1980s till now. I gave him five chances. And out of five chances, this dude did not put the Cosby Show in there anywhere. He put the Boondocks in there. Well, I and think the Boondocks is. I think the Boondocks is. I, I mean, I wouldn't put him above Cosby. I'm not gonna say that. That's my point. Thank you. Thank you very you know, much. I'm not gonna put I him above put, Cosby. You, you were about to make me drop my phone and watch. Well, because I would, I would say that you know, let's go before Cosby. If there wasn't Fat Albert in the gang, there is no Boondocks. But I said, I okay. Well, that's another Cosby thing, though. Yeah, no, absolutely. So I can't say I can't. Okay. 
realistically put Boo Knox above it. But like I said, I think the influence of the Cosby show is overstated because I felt like part of the reason why Bill Cosby came out with the comments he came out with, you know, about the black community was because he felt like his show didn't influence us enough. Like as if we, you know, we let him down. And the irony of that is, and, and the irony of it was, is those same kids that he talked down on, basically our generation, turned out to be the generation that had the highest high school graduation rate, college graduation rate, highest percentage of MBAs, masters, and they happened to be the generation to put them in prison. So, like the same the same kids that he was shitting on ten years ago, fifteen years ago, are the ones who created the Me Too movement, the Black Lives Matter movement, and Influence. you know. And, influence. you know, and so that same influence that his show had is about to have him, you know, so braiding hair, maybe. So, but you it know. doesn't matter because my what listen, here's the overall point I was right, and you guys had to admit it, I was right. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I, I'm not saying it's right. I just personally, I, I mean, do I think the show was influential? Yeah, I think the influence of that show is overstated. I don't think that, like, with the, the compliments, well, I want to say compliments, the accolades the show gets, I don't think still resonate today. I think they're insulting to, I think it's more, like I said, I think it's insulting. Like, when people are like, oh, it showed Black America that what a wholesome Black family could look like. He oh, did. What does that say he about did. the country then? In 1988, 1990, if you sitting there being like, oh, my God, look, they eat dinner together, baby. Like if listen, if that's the if that's the white people we were dealing with, we screwed anyway. Dwayne, don't act like I just not. I'm I'm not just I just I, I just feel like I can't just I can't get I can't I gotta give them more credit than that. I just think that they were like, look, oh man, we can find these guys funny when they not dancing. That's what I thought yeah. it was. I thought they looked at the show and was like, Oh my god, this show is hilarious and he's not dancing and he don't look like a fool. To me, one of the biggest things that it did is similar to what Black Panther just did. Mm-hmm. It proved to the industry, because I, I was reading an article earlier that said that the Cosby Show single-handedly brought NBC back on the back on the map. That's number okay. one. Okay. The show was number one show on TV for five seasons in a row. Absolutely, but because it was entertaining it and funny, it, huh? huh? But because it was entertaining and funny, though, it, it was it, it was hilarious. It, re- it resurrected sitcoms in, in the 80s. The all, that's not, all I'm saying is its influence is, is beyond reproach. It, you, you, can't, you can't, and that's what the whole conversation was about in the first place. The I get, but like, but, about the most influential black shows from the 1980s I to get now. that, but, but, but when you say black show, you have to talk about what type of influence it had. In terms of influence on the type of programming that was put on TV, I'll give it that. But in terms of influence in the actual black community and black community in the way we did things, did it open up doors? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I won't I'm take that away from it. But I just think the influence of it is like I, I think the narrative on the Cosby show is that, oh, it, it portrayed us in a new light that had never been seen before. And I'm just like It hadn't. I'm like, yeah, in West Virginia, you know, places that Wait, places what, that places where that but these places, they still look at us the same way. Like, the Cosby Show ain't changed the way West Virginians look. You know, like, you ain't going to Kentucky and they like, man, if it weren't for the Cosby Show, I was about to string your ass up. 
No. You know, like, it's still going on there. I, I think it was a very entertaining show. I think it was an important show. I think it opened up a lot of doors for people. I just think that it's overstated. You know? I, I don't know that it could be overstated, bro. Look, the overall point of all of this is that I was right, and you guys admitted it. So, <laughs> I mean, I mean you know I, I, look, I just use this as an opportunity to shit on Bill Cosby. That was that was what I was here for. Most importantly, was to literally crap on Bill Cosby because uh, I, I don't wish. Actually, you know, I'm not gonna say I don't wish harm on or anything like that. I don't wish harm on anyone. You know, he deserves whatever the justice system gives him. You know, and all that in the third. Um, I think it's just kind of like one of those things in terms of the show. To me, was entertaining is entertaining. Um, it's kind of like the R. Kelly thing. Like people are like oh, I can't listen to R. Kelly music, which I understand to an extent. But let's be real, you know, Bump and Grind come on, that's still a jam. I don't care what you say. That's a jam. You and the whip. Ignition. Ignition come, You and the whip. Ignition coming on. Traffic you you, you got to do what you got to do. You two-step. I mean, yeah, you're, you're right. But, I mean, you don't have to feel good about it. You don't have to. Like you don't have to I, be like it's every like you don't smile when you dance the ignition. You know what I'm saying? Like ignition come well, on. Well, now like, when you pull up to the light, you turn I it down. You turn it down I, when you I, pull I, up to the light. Now you know you don't want to. You don't want yeah, nobody yeah. to see you. Wanna, yeah, you don't want nobody. Or yeah. or you roll the windows up. Yeah. No, nah, I get that. I, I I get that. But be like, courteous. That's it. That's it. Yeah, be courteous. Somebody be else may got kids in the car. I got it. You know, don't make eye contact while it's on. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Look down when you're walking past people if it's in your headphones. Yeah, I mean, the natural thing. So that's, that you so that's what I'm that. saying. In terms of the show not being on Netflix or Hulu and, or Voodoo anymore and all of that, I mean, honestly, like, are you really losing out? I mean, to me, because older shows don't really age well no matter what they are. The you know, show is timeless, cause I, I see. I disagree. See, I disagree. I think it was timeless. Uh, your your kids is not gonna be watching the Cosby stuff no more than you watch Good Times. How much? You, not gonna be, how many Good Times episodes you seen? Is Good Times as good as the Cosby's? Come on, God. I mean, I I'm not gonna judge whether or not it's good or not or or, or, or that. I'm just pointing out to you that it just you, these shows just don't age well. They just they just don't like. Bro, I love I Martin. Watch Living Single. I still watch that's us. exactly that's I, that's us. I still watch that's us though. What I'm saying is, are your kids gonna be watching Live with Kids? Thank you, Ben. See, Ben said Fresh Prince is more relevant now than it was. See, here's the thing: I actually dislike Fresh Prince more now than I did when I was. I loved it when I was growing up. Now I just hey, see listen. it and I'm like, he listen. cooning, he cooning. We, we he about cooning. to get on. No, no, no. He cooning. We, we about to switch topics because you about to take. We about to have another podcast off of you talking about Fresh Prince. You can't. The you, irony you, of Fresh Prince is is he's cooning while mocking a coon in the show. You you. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. He cooning. I I don't even um. I, you and Dad. Okay, I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna point it out to you. I'm gonna I'm gonna make you go quiet real quick. I'm gonna point it out to you. You remember the you, show when when Will Smith was the star of the basketball team? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was what weird about, about that? What was weird about that episode? I don't remember. I just Besides him being the only black dude on a court that was ten feet wide, ten feet long, with eight foot goals, him dunking, huh? He was at a prep school. 
What is what? What is he supposed to be playing with? Real basketball player. They had a peacock. Bro, they had a peacock. Man, they made uh, that. Uh, man, they tried to make that dude look like a cross between Dominique Wilkins and Michael Jordan against a bunch of white kids. Bobby Hurley was balling back then. I mean, it won't like it won't know white kids that couldn't play basketball in 1994. Like, come on. I mean, they were balling. Well, I mean, I mean, it, it, that part, I, I'm pointing out that it's the show in general is cooning because it just made it look like, oh, we're going to put a black guy on this team and all of a sudden they the 92 dream team? Well, we're kind of crazy. Like, they didn't have no, no worthless, they didn't have no worthwhile basketball players in Los Angeles. In Los Angeles in 1994. Maybe, maybe that school district was some garbage, bro. I mean, maybe they didn't have a basketball team yeah. before that year. You, for all we know. You, just, you know what? A lot of it was just too too ridiculous. It was like Beverly Hills had never seen. Hell, Eddie, Eddie Murphy came up with Beverly Hills Cop. He that was he had three of them by the time that show come out. They was acting like Beverly Hills Cop goes hard, bro. You yeah, that was going hard. But again, but like they was acting like, oh, seeing a black kid in Beverly Hills, and I get the show because it actually was based on someone's real life. Um, I just thought that they in the, okay. Let me let me clarify myself. I think in the beginning of the episode, the beginning of the shows, they went a little too hard to up to sell the whole he from the hood. Whereas in the latter episodes, it just treated him like he was a normal person in Beverly Hills. Whereas in the beginning, it was just playing up all of these random scenarios where a black kid wears his jacket inside out. And it's just like, just looking back on it now, and maybe I'm too woke for my own damn good. But looking back on it, I'm like, I don't know if you took like reverse ambient or what, but I no, mean, it's like, just... it's it, you. That's gonna be a separate podcast in itself because you can't be playing Fresh Prince, bro. Like that, man. That, that show is was garbage. against the rules. That show was oh, garbage. I was my... watching Martin. I was watching Martin at that time, man. We gonna have a separate podcast for Martin and Fresh Prince because Martin is dope as I don't know what. But I want. I mean, I know the words to the song. I know the words to the song. I know the words to the song. I wanted to make sure before we got off, we could at least touch at the, uh, especially, you know, this uh, stuff going on with uh, Trump and, uh, you know, him having LMA playing in the in Air Force One on his way back to America after he talked to his man, you know what I'm saying? He probably had, he probably had plies on the plane to drop the lid, drop the lid. You know, there's been so many remits to boot up. I, I don't, I don't really know what's going on right now. Uh, I just feel like uh, we are, I told people a long time ago, this is going to be the best documentary that's oh, ever yeah. been made in the history of documentaries oh, yeah. when it's all said and done. There's no question about it. it. It's going like, to be an interesting story. I mean, hell, it's an interesting story now, unfortunately, that is playing out in real life for a lot of people and, you know, is negatively affecting some people. But I'm I'm generally fascinated by it at this point now where it's just kind of like, I'm fascinated by the reactions from from people. Like people, like right now is like a weird thing. And I, I, it has me wondering, I'm like, were black people that hardcore for Obama? Well, we didn't think he could do any yes. wrong. Well, we did. We have that yes. much cognitive dissonance, and so I'm just yeah, like, we <laughs> you know, I'm kind of like, like okay, the, the state, the Russia statement thing, right? All right, he said what he said. People were like, oh my god, I can't believe you said it. Trump supporters were like, yeah, we love that. That's what we talking about. That's our guy. Then he did a retraction and clarified his statement, and they were like, 
we love that too. And it's kind of like, well, those are completely conflicting statements. So, you, well, if, if you love the first at, one, how can you also love the second one? Actually, they weren't contradictory because he said, you know, in the in the in the in the cleanup part, he said, yeah, I have complete. Uh, faith in my intelligence agencies, but there are a lot of other people out there. So yeah, yeah. He always throws that little, you know, that jab yeah. in and whatnot. So, so, but he walked he, it back. Though. He, he walked really it back. Well, I mean, here's exactly. the thing. Here's the thing. I don't believe that he believes what he's saying. He, but I believe he's yes, very he smart. No, no, no. He doesn't believe it. He doesn't yes, believe he does. it. What's uh, important is. Very smart? Oh, absolutely. I don't no, think he's smart no. in the intellectual sense. I don't think he's going. He's going to invent a quantum time machine. But in the sense of, he, he knows that quantum. is not true. But I mean, that isn't the def- I mean, that when we say smart, I say smart like this. He knows exactly. who his audience is, and he knows how to manipulate them. So, and that's, that's any good politician. So when I say he doesn't believe it, I mean in the sense of he knows what the intelligence is. He knows the CIA, the FBI, the NSA. They briefed him. They've given him reasons why this information is solid. He knows it. But it's more important that his supporters don't believe it. So he has to put forth that impression that the intelligence is up in the air about whether or not it's Russia and, and all of this. And the, and the weird thing about it is, is that no one really cares if, you, if you're being real with it. Like, the only people who care are people who didn't vote for him, you know, in terms of whether Russia influenced at, but at this point, he could probably fart his responses, and well, true, it and it wouldn't matter. And that that that's the part that that really, I can't say it blows my mind. Uh, it just it just, I'm I'm astonished at how painfully uh, terrible he is at all of this. How how did you you knew for weeks? that you were getting ready to go to this summit with this dude and nobody knew why you were doing it. Then when you get to the summit, do you know how shook of somebody that you have to be? Putin didn't even look at him when he got ready to say, I don't, I, I don't know why they would have. Well, uh, so that's the thing that was, I think he's legitimately like intimidated by the guy for whatever reason. I, I, I'm not insinuating all of that. Like, but like in terms of body language, watching them next to each other, you know, he does a lot of arm crossing and hand holding, standing next to another man. Um, so I don't know if he's intimidated by him intellectually, posture wise, or whatever. You know, it's weird. You know, I just, I just think, I, I the, the, what I, what I keep telling people is that we only know the news networks are only reporting fifteen to twenty percent of what Robert Mueller knows. So less than that. Yeah. 5%. So 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 when, but at the same time he's still helping. <laughs> he like so like the other night when he when he writes the speech he has the speech that he's reading, he's reading the speech he still goes off script and then once he goes off script and they get a picture of his script, this dude the part that says <laughs> and we no will collusion. bring him to justice, you crossed it off. It's, it says we will bring them to justice and you crossed it off and you want us to believe that there's nothing going on. Why in the world on a written script, on a written speech <laughs> that you had hand in, would you cross off the part that says we're going to bring them to justice and then say, but I believe my people, though. Yeah. Like you, I mean, you literally can't pull that off in any world. It's just not possible. 
I mean, the problem is I think people are going to be disappointed with whatever Mueller comes back with because I don't think it's going to be as sensational as people think it'll be. Exactly, Joe. Um, I think, I think obviously people in the Trump campaign knew Russia was helping them. And I think people in the of Trump course. campaign aided Russia in helping them. The question yeah. is going to be whether or not he did. No, not even I, he. He didn't know about it. He's not. He's he. Trump didn't know about. It. Forget communication between Russia and he, Trump. He 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 didn't or, he didn't orchestrate it. I don't think he's no. smart enough to orchestrate it. I, I think, don't think they told think, him at all. He can't keep his mouth shut. He wouldn't. They would never trust him with that type of information. This dude carries around classified files in broad daylight that reporters take pictures of. Like, they literally took that privilege away from him. So yes. the idea that these people knew better than to tell this dude. So he just doesn't have that type of acumen to keep that to him. You know, not no. something that big. So I don't think he, he knew. I think he knew after the fact. I think after the election, when he was popping champagne and doing the Dougie, they was like, yo, let me talk to you real quick. We got something to tell you. Why, would you, put like, that image, why would you put the image of him doing a Dougie out there? Now because I you know he was doing head. something ridiculous while, when he found not out he won. You know, not uh, the Dougie. You know, but I, when that went down, that's when they came to him. And that's why he's so defensive about it. Because he, he probably had a little bit of time to really believe he won legitimately. And he was feeling himself. And then they was like, they was like come here. Let me holler at you. And they're going to be like, oh, by the way, so we kind of owe Russia a favor, FYI. And he's like, he's like, what do you mean? And he's like, they're like, yeah, so they they pretty much gave you the victory. And so he's butthurt, basically. So now but do you know, you know, you know what it makes me think of? It always makes me think of people that watch Scandal. It's literally what happened to Fitz. Like, pretty much to the T. Like, it, it's exactly what happened. If you haven't watched Scandal, I, I don't know if my girl Tam is still watching, but she was me and me or... She religiously watched that joint, and I watched it too. Uh, this is literally what happened to Fitz. It just happens to be in complete 100% real life. So uh, what are your thoughts on Germany right now? What's, uh, concerning what, Ben? I mean, what? The pipeline? What huh? Is he talking about the pipeline? That's what I'm wondering. Because I haven't been on, so I don't know if something happened today. I haven't seen anything today. The only thing I saw today was that he he's inviting Putin back in a few weeks. Not, uh, he's not, he's, the Putin is not coming back. Putin's not coming That's back. That's, That's not happening. They won't. I'm they won't let it happen. They Russian won't let it happen. Russian collusion in Germany. Uh, I don't know anything about Russian collusion in Germany, Ben. I I mean, is it possible? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Uh, it's. I just think this this situation is passed out of control at this point. And I also think that the uh Republican Party is dead. It's over. As soon as this oh, yeah. thing, as soon as the investigation, as soon as that information drops, it's over. Well, because you were, you were this close to this dude for all of this time. It's it it looked like fire, it smelled like fire, you had soot on your clothes. There was a fire marshal down the street that told you to run away. The fire hoses were on the building. Uh, the, well, you, well, you got to understand the GOP's motivation behind it, though. Like, 
Okay, so the only reason why the GOP is in power right now is because of the 2010 census. So the 2010 census, for some reason, Democrats dropped the ball and nobody filled out the census but Republicans. So Republicans got to draw congressional maps. So they pretty much locked in their power for 10 years. The reason why they did this is, is because Republicans knows what the demographics look like. The demographics are not in their favor. So the Republicans want to get everything done before 2020 comes. 2020 is the next census year. And that census year also happens during a presidential election and a major Senate election. So, and they can't pull the same trick twice. So in the Democrat, yeah. So in the the numbers just aren't in their favor. So they realize that basically it's over. So they, they accomplished what they wanted to do in the first place. And then some, because they didn't expect but, to win twenty sixteen. But they but, also you know, have larger. They also have a larger problem on their hands, and the, I think the the larger problem is that, and 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 they're aware, which is why Paul Ryan, as young as he is, is saying, you know what, this isn't for me. I, I, what, yeah, I, think I mean, they're, they're right retiring now, for a reason. Yeah. The, the what's happening right now isn't just that they know that they they could possibly take an L. It's not that alone. The biggest reason they're dipping out is because they know that they have money situations. There's money they put places and money they've been funneling places and doing things with that nobody was aware of that now Trump and the Mueller probe is getting ready to shine a light on and it's going to F them up too. So they're like, we got to get the F out of Dodge. Oh, I mean, a lot of people put this money away before things go down. I mean, a lot of people are going to, you know, get caught up in this because a lot of it involved money. It's going to be very money. I just, I just think people should table their whole expectations of seeing videos of Trump getting pissed on. You know, like, yeah, I don't. You know, like I mean, stuff if, like that. If you were looking forward to seeing the video of him getting peed on, then I mean, something probably. I mean, that's. Yeah. I know all of us have our sexual fantasies, but that's pretty weird. I mean, no, I it mean, would just, be I very think, weird I think people are, say. I think people are expecting like this Machiavellian. Cobra Commander type conspiracy, and I don't think it's going to. Re- I don't think it's going to amount to that. I think it's just going to amount to the fact that, you know, you had two parties who had mutual beneficial interests involved, and they assisted each other. It just so happened to be illegal and treason, you know. But there are several uh, layers of people who are going to go down before Trump, you know, before yeah. it ever gets to that level. You know, so I think people expecting to see him in cuffs, you're never going to see that. You know, uh, you're, no, you're the, not going to see it. The fact that Mueller is looking at everything from like the 80s up till now, Trump has never been a legitimate businessman in his life. Oh, no. So, I, mean, I, I live in New York. So, I mean, I, I, helped, I worked on one of his properties, two yeah. of them actually. Um, so so it's, not, I, it's not that. I just think that I think people are forgetting the optics of it is that the the powers that be won't allow an American president to be, you know, carted off in cuffs. I mean, Nixon was found guilty. Nixon was found guilty. I mean, he was convicted. And Yeah, but this is worse than, this is way worse than Watergate, kid. Yeah, no, I, like, I agree. Not, I agree. It's not I, even the same league. I, I agree. I, I mean, but like I said, I just don't think that, um, why do we have to affiliate with parties? I don't know, Joe. I don't. I'm not a. I'm not a. I, I'm independent, so I, I can't even speak on that. I mean, I, I. 
I won't say I'm an independent. I'll like to say I'm a Democrat. So I'll take that. I'll take that burden on. Um, you don't have. You don't have to. You don't have to affiliate with a party. I, I think the whole. I think. I think the American populace love cop outs. They love cop outs. So you know the reason why Bernie Sanders didn't win is because the establishment stopped him from winning. No, he he lost because he didn't get enough votes, and he yeah. ran into the campaign. That's just it. I mean. He lost. Hold on. Hear me out. He lost by way more more points than Hillary lost to Obama. This was never a close election at all. It was an entertaining election, but it was but never did, close. I mean, he lost bet, the majority of those states. I think thirty five states by double digits. That's not a close did race. You, did you miss? Did you miss the the DNC chair meddling? I, I read all of it. I read all of it. Again, so, the emails the emails just said that they didn't like the guy. No one said anything. They, they these were emails just talking shit about him. These weren't emails saying let's make sure people don't vote, let's make sure people don't go to the poll. These were emails being like, I think he's an old dick. You know, in terms of, I mean, that's it. That didn't stop people from voting from him. You know, right. like I'm not, I, I'm not saying I, that they didn't favor Hillary, but of course they favor Hillary. She's a lifelong Democrat. It's a Democratic Party. Dude, that's if, what a if, party is. The Democrats are to blame for this crap. I, I'm gonna I'm no, say this, and then we. No. I, I'm gonna say this, and then I'm gonna get, and then, then I gotta go get my son straight, and we definitely get back on it on the next on the definitely. next joint. Uh, um, the Democrats are to blame for this because number one, here's one mistake, one big one. Bernie Sanders had all of the. How did Obama win the election like he did? He he grabbed the millennials and he grabbed the black vote and never let go. Bernie but Sanders didn't have that. But yes, he, he had the millennials like crazy. He, he but he had, had the worst the black vote of all time. Yeah, he but had the they, lowest black vote of any Democratic candidate in forty but, years. But he, here's why Democrats effed up. If you know that you need the millennial vote, especially because to me this this election had far more to do with um, age than it did race. It had it. It was more of a thing of uh, millennials needed to turn out in the same way that the the MAGA the the entire MAGA campaign was directed at a certain group of people. It, the people that lived through that time period. That's why he wore that old farmer's hat that you would never see him wear anywhere else in the world. But taking account, this was a this was a very low turnout election for both sides, whether it be Republican or Democrat. So neither There's one of the candidates, you know. But but again, like the idea that Bernie Sanders could have beaten Trump. I, no you know, you, here, here's my thing. You know how I get down. I base it on logic and facts. And the logic and facts just doesn't add up to that because the states that he would have needed to win to beat Trump, he lost to Hillary by 15 points. Which is why, this is what, that's why the Democrats made a mistake. It should have been, the ticket should have been Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton. That I can agree with. That I can agree with. It, um, that's the only choice. The only choice was Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton. Whether it was Hillary for bringing Bernie on or Bernie bringing Hillary on, you can't not have that. Instead, these idiots picked Tim Kaine, who nobody's ever Yeah, that was a huge of. mistake. That was a huge... I it, thought she okay, should have gone with either Kamala Harris or... Kamala Harris? Um, uh, Cory Booker. Yeah, yeah, I thought she needed someone like that. That I'll agree with. Um, you needed, you that needed was a huge, that was, that huge, huge mistake. Pull, you needed somebody Absolutely. that was going to pull or influence voters to go to the polls. No, that and was a huge Jim mistake. Kane, nobody even knows who the freak that is even right now. Yeah, no, that was a huge mistake. I mean, she made a lot of mistakes. And so I'm not going to say that she still should have, well, she did win. I mean, she still should have won. 
you know, because if I felt like Barney, I think people Barney, believe to, you know, um, I mean, here's the thing. They got two years to figure it out. And right now, they don't Their have anybody. Their only choice right now is Barney. No, he's too old. They too could, old. They could run Barney. They could run Barney, Kamala Harris, Cory Booker. Too old. And, he's uh, way too old. Like those are three people that I can think. Of I mean, I say I think personally, I think it's Kamala Harris or Cory Booker. I think Bernie's just too old. I mean, Kamala he'll be in his eighties. I don't. I'm not saying she could do it by herself. I'm saying in terms of a ticket. I mean, I like, I like Cory Booker. I just don't think you're gonna be able to run Bernie out there again. Plus, I just yeah, think yeah. that once you ran a campaign once already, he's the, he's exactly he's exactly who the Republicans want to run anyway, because they can they just run that. Yeah, I mean, well, I just think that in terms of him winning over the voters that he needs to to beat Trump again, he's not getting guys who are scared of the word socialist. You think he's going to go out there and start, uh, you know, talking about free health care and free college tuition and socialism. I'm a democratic socialist. And he's Jewish. And he's yes. Jewish. Man, please. Listen. They, that, man, they get a hard on thinking about Bernie Sanders running against Trump. We, we definitely, we definitely. He could do it with the right, he could, he could do it with the right running mate to uh, offset, uh, yeah. to offset his negative, but it better be a black or a brown person. I would agree. But I mean, I mean, we, we definitely, we probably need to get into that on a, on a, on a, on a podcast on, especially the closer it gets to the primaries. We definitely need to. We're definitely doing at least one or two podcasts talking about voting in itself and that and conversation. People need to had. make sure they vote for the congr- congressional coming up in three months. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. So so. Oh okay okay. We, I thought you meant. Uh... Yeah, no, that, that's what I was talking about. So I, I'm just saying, as it gets closer, we definitely need to do a few shows towards that to, to convince people, too, because there was a conversation that we almost had earlier that I held off on for that reason. So, um, man, I mean, everybody's still riding with us. I I had no plans on it running this long, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I appreciate y'all for listening, man. I appreciate you, D, for being able to come on, man. And, always, uh, man, always. You know what I'm saying? Look, looking forward to continuing the conversations and stuff. I, who knows what the heck we'll be talking about next week because uh, the world is a crazy place right now. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we also uh, make sure that y'all uh, find, I'm going to put it in links in our comments field for uh, the anchor, uh, www.anchor.com. If you go on there and you put up by any means podcast, you can listen to the audio bit. You can listen to the audio clips, uh, not clips, but the audio version of the podcast. Um, make sure y'all subscribe there. Um, of course, we'll be doing it every Thursday night at 9 p.m. on uh, Facebook Live. Hashtag Will Smith was cooning. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't. W- w- all right, that's one of the topics next week is the Fresh Prince thing because Dwayne ain't tripping, bro. You can't, be, you can't be tripping on Fresh Prince. Like, you about to get me on the level with the Cosby thing. But uh, <laughs> I'm going to put the links in the uh, comments field. To both both of the first two podcasts are up there on uh like on anchor www.anchor.com by any means uh podcast if you look it up it'll be up there um just subscribe on the page that'll get you all the audio we'll probably have the audio for this uploaded tomorrow y'all can listen back through it and fuss at us if you want to uh i'm getting i mean i'm gonna make the facebook page and get set up the youtube page and all that stuff i appreciate y'all watching man appreciate you again d all right man uh, 
appreciate you, Joe. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you loving it, man. We look forward to uh, continuing to do it again. Um, and uh, I can't thank y'all enough. So y'all look out for us. Make sure you subscribe. Love y'all. See y'all next week.